You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Hello and welcome back to the Batuta Advocate News Bulletin. Today is Monday the 11th of November. We're recording live from Baxter Boots Studios in downtown Batuta. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, and editor-at-large, Errol Parker. How are you, Errol? Good, mate. How are you? Well, thanks, mate. A bit smoky out in Batuta today. A bit smoky all around the country. If you're not on fire, you're at least seeing the smoke. That is, of course, unless you're in one of those elite southern capital cities, as our Deputy Prime Minister pointed out earlier this morning, then you wouldn't see the smoke and you wouldn't see the fire and you wouldn't know what's going on. So keep your mouths shut. Anyway, to hear more about that... We're going to hand over to the Jane as a party of the Diamantina Shire, Wendell Hussey. What's happening in the news today, Wendell? The fires are happening in the news, Clancy, as you pointed out. And our first story for the week is local raving inner-city lunatic asks Invisible Skyman to stop the bushfires. Yes, that man is Scott Morrison, who is most famous for performing the duties of the Prime Minister of Australia under his stage name, ScoMo, and he apparently spoke to God earlier today and his polite, happy-go-lucky son Jesus about their role in stopping the fires and bringing peace back to regional communities. Was it the self-titled ScoMo that Deputy PM McCormack was talking about today? It's hard to know. There are a lot of elite inner-city lunatics involved in the political class of Australia. Some are linking these bushfires to climate change. Some are linking them to God just forgetting about us briefly. But, Clancy, I think it is important to try not to score political points off this issue, just like all those people in the inner city are, you know, these people who think that the Prime Minister is not doing a good job, I think he is doing a good job. And so is former Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce, who has taken the opportunity to say that we need more dams. Interesting. And leaving that political point scoring aside, Adam Weiss, one of our readers from town, left a comment on that story, raising an interesting point. He said, what we need is a more forward-thinking leader, one who prays to God during the winter months, asking for no bushfires in the coming warmer months. A helpful suggestion, maybe. And in other news from around the nation now, Centrelink under fire for blasting You Better Work, Bitch by Britney Spears in waiting rooms. Yes, this was a big issue last week. The initiative was being tested as a way to motivate Centrelink dependents to ditch New Start and gain employment, which the government believes must be an idea that obviously hasn't occurred to them before. They initially wanted to play 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton, but that almost had a counter effect to finding employment. It's not exactly glamorising full-time work, old Dolly. So they went with a Britney classic. They've also ditched plans to play Rihanna's Bitch Better Have My Money, which has been rolled out initially as part of the robo-debt campaign. Another song that was proposed was Offsprings, Why Don't You Get a Job? I think that has been trialled in certain cities around the country as well. What else is in the news, Wendell? Well, plans to make mass compulsory in years 11 and 12 is bullshit, says 107% of students. Yes, there were calls to make the subject compulsory to ensure that we don't have the Parramatta Eels accountants level of numeracy among the nation's students. However, that has not gone down well with said students. It looks like it'll be met with a lot of opposition. Huth Franklin, one of our readers from down south, he texted in this week saying, in New South Wales, they should make legal studies compulsory so 12-year-olds know when they're being illegally strip-searched by police. Yes, it is important to know what your current age is mm. when being approached by an overzealous sniffer dog and yes. uh, a company dog on two legs. In some local news from around town now, and woman recycling multiple phones in office bin assures colleagues she's not a drug dealer. 
Yes, local woman Jess Hudson was forced to put up with appalling chat from her colleagues about why she had so many burner phones, led by her 53-year-old boss and self-described office joker Trevor. She was recycling them in her office's mobile must-have-been as part of Planet Ark's National Recycling Week, so she flipped the script back on her fellow office workers and told them she was doing good. She was doing the right thing indeed. And if you've got some old phones, get around mobile muster and recycle them. There'll be a link in the show notes about how you can do that. And in sports news this week, the race that stops the nation and lights up social media took place a few days ago. Our reporter down south in Melbourne was there to cover it all, and one of the stories he broke was Brunswick man with kombucha in one hand and tab slip in the other, really sending out mixed signals. (laughs) Yeah, the youngster who is, and I quote, hashtag nup to the cup when he is in the presence of his Brunswick friends, but secretly yup to a punt when he's not with them, was caught in a very compromising position. Yes, with a cherry plum remedy kombucha in one hand and a big box trifecta in the other, the young man was forced to lie to one of his share housemates named Jeannie with a straight face, telling her it was a bet on the cricket or something. Mm-hmm. Watch me punt, punt, and watch me nay, nay, I'd say, Clancy. In other Melbourne Cup news, there were some notable entrants in the fashions on the field, as always. One local man was spewing he didn't take home the title. That was a man whose brekkie Canadian club was perfectly matching his white suit, lime green tie combo. Yes, the 29-year-old construction manager named Braden Cox said he was robbed of the title of fashions on the field before giving our reporter a tip he got from a mate's uncle who knows a trainer and then disappearing into the crowd. I think the biggest thing to take out of this story is is that this young man wasn't afraid to say that he doesn't like beer. Yes, but he's also not exactly a great judge on on taste, I guess, if he's wearing a lime green tarot cash tie. Well, each to their own Clancy. We can't all come from big media families like you. And finally in the sports world now, Margaret Court has criticised Tennis Australia for excluding her like she's some sort of queer. Yes, Margaret Court has once again returned to the headlines this week, calling out Tennis Australia for not showing her the same respect as they showed Rod Laver when celebrating the 50th anniversary of her Grand Slam next year. The absolute legend who is also a supporter of the apartheid regime in South Africa and a fundamentalist Christian who also believes that transsexual kids are the work of the devil is adamant she deserves the same treatment, especially in her home country, instead of being excluded from the same rituals everyone else is allowed to enjoy. Yes, Andrew Kelly commented on that story saying it's like she's demanding some sort of equality here to be treated the same as others regardless of the views of some. Uh, Well, maybe one day God can give us back the Don and we'll give her Margaret Court. Maybe. We'll see how that plays out. Anyway, that's it for this week's News Bulletin. Thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you again next week. Until then, I'm Wendell Hussey. I'm Clancy Overall. And I'm Errol Parker. Stay out of the pokies and don't talk to the police. They're not your friends. Especially if you're underage and there's a sniffer dog and you don't have a guardian present.